Hello. Yo. What's happening? Man, I haven't talked to you, Ryan, since the Cubs won the World Series. I know. And that's your squad. That is my squad. And I noticed that you were wearing the Ryan Mano 311 jersey that I actually, I was. That I actually <laughs> purchased for you. Yes. As a gift many years ago. I was, yeah. It was one of the most it thoughtful did. gifts I've ever given someone. Yep, brought me... Obviously, that was what did it. Isn't it funny how... Did you ever do any of that superstition stuff, like when the Sox won the World Series? You're probably not that... You're not a superstition No, because guy. the Sox were so dominant. It was like... it was four, I mean, before I... I'm not, I'm not saying that to be an asshole, but it was like 14 to one, 11 to 1 in the playoffs. And there was just right. no... There was no time to worry. Like, before you yeah. knew it, it was over. <laughs> yeah. But it is... It's weird how people get like, oh, yeah, I need to have a Honey Nut Cheerios for breakfast this morning. Addison Russell usually hits a home run when I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Addison Russell doesn't give a shit what you had for breakfast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you do anything like that? No, but it, you find yourself, like, getting... It, you almost, like, start having those thoughts. But then you have to talk yourself out of it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I got to put on my Cubs stock. How upset, go, how upset were you when it was 6-3 Cubs, like in the eighth inning, and then the Indians tied it up and it looked like they were going to lose? I don't even know how to put that into words. I mean, it's just like you just go stunned silent. You just like stare a hole through the wall. Are you like, <laughs> like you make that noise? Yeah. <laughs> like you got hit in the face <laughs> with a basketball? <laughs> yeah, like something like that. I, I, don't, I don't know. Do you think I have two important questions for you? Number one. Do you think that the Cubs ruined Halloween? The Cubs ruined Halloween. I mean, I forgot. Wait, probably not for you because you live in Los Angeles. But in Chicago, I was yeah. out Halloween weekend. No one was celebrating Halloween because the Cubs were playing that entire weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Right. The Cubs completely ruined Halloween. There was nothing going on for Halloween. Like, I dressed up. Like, no one else was dressed up. I looked like an asshole. Like, I was wearing a Cobra Kai costume. Everyone else was wearing Cubs jerseys. Right. That's hilarious. And no one even cared either. They're like, aren't you guys doing for Halloween? What? Cubs are on. Yeah. And number two, do you think that the Cubs are to blame for Donald Trump being president? I, I don't think so, but I do think it's like the parallel universe has opened up. Now that the Cubs won. Yeah, so, like, they they started this... You know, yeah. like like something didn't seem right with the universe as soon as the Cubs won, so now it's just going to be all <laughs> chaos. Oh, that's hilarious. I, mean, I don't know, man. No offense to people who live in Alabama, because there's a lot of fine folks who live in Alabama, but isn't it kind of weird that Alabama gets to decide who becomes president and not people who live in actual cities? Like people, like the the whole country who live, you know, a lot of these people they live in. What do they call it? The bush or something? Like he lives in the, the bush. What? In the bush. <laughs> oh, in the bush. Yeah. <laughs> like they li- they live in in the bush and, and they they don't even. It doesn't even matter if you live in the bush. It doesn't even matter who the president is, right? Because you probably right. don't pay taxes. You probably, I mean, you just, you, you, you live like, and they even, they, they, they say this, they're happy to say it. They live off the grid, right? Yeah. So definitely. why, why are those people deciding what we do in major cities? But I think it's probably the same when you live in the bush. They think, well, why should those fancy city folk, 
twice of those fancy pants living in the city on the coast and in the big city decide what we do here in the bush. <laughs> so it probably goes both ways. It is crazy. When you think about it, like, think about the people that do live, like, off the grid in, you know, Uncasville, Alabama. Like, they've never seen a black person. Just TV. Yeah, just TV. They don't know what it's like to walk down the street and see two guys hold hands or to hear a guy say, oh, yeah, my partner and I. They yeah. don't understand that. That doesn't make any That doesn't. It doesn't add up. What's that? What? Why is that guy touching that other guy? <laughs> the only gay guy I know is Shelton from the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Wait, he's not gay, sir. Sure acts like one. Like they still think uh, being gay, they still think like being gay is like Screech from Saved by the Bell. They just assume right. he's gay. Yeah, they think gay guys are like nerds or, or like Lamar from Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> 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 but but it's just it's just weird to me that that they get to make the decision because pretty much anything a president does, if you live in the quote Bush, it doesn't affect nothing will ever affect you because. If you live in the bush, there's pretty much no laws. It's almost like you're an, uh, on an Indian reservation. Like, if you're a Native American, they get to do whatever right. they want on their land. Yeah. That's how oh, it is right. on the... I mean, unless you're killing people out in the bush and people, like, find... Like, and, and when you do kill people in the bush, they don't find out for, like, 35 years, like Stephen Avery. Yeah, you have a, a much, like, stronger chance of getting away with it. Just because things happen slower there. Information travels slower. Like, have you seen Making a Murderer, that, that hick town that Stephen Avery lives yeah, in? Yeah, you in know, Wisconsin. Or, you, know, uh, yeah. you know that whole town voted for Trump. And it's like, there's no laws. No law, The laws don't make it that far. Like, if you live in those towns, they don't even, like, they're still using, like, Pony Express to get their information. I mean, by the time they get, the, like, when they're like, hey, by the way, you guys know that women could vote now? Like they don't even have that yet. I mean, nothing's updated. It's like they have the original Apple, the the original um, Mac computer. They're still mm-hmm. playing Oregon Trail. I mean, it just they're not they're not affected by anything. I don't understand why they get to pick who we like. Shouldn't each city get to pick their own president? Like, should we just like major cities should should come together and create some kind of union called like the major United States, and then there's the Bush. So you either live in the major so United two presidents, really. You're you're advocating basically for a civil war in north and the south. And I, I don't want to fight the people. The people in the bush are probably going to beat the shit out of us because they, they all know how to right. use guns and shit. But like, you should have the major United States, the major cities against and, and the bush, and let the bush they could pick whoever they want. Trump man or whoever whoever they want to put in is fine. I don't care who they pick. But that, but the the guy who runs that, I mean, you could have all of Middle America. That president gets to pick the laws for all of Middle America, and then we have a president who just picks stuff for the major cities, like people like us. It's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting thought. I don't think it'll ever happen, but it does go to show you that we're we're outnumbered. That's, I mean, that's just the way you have to look at it. Like we really are. The majority of America is flat and boring, and the middle of no. Literally, the, the majority of America is the middle of nowhere. Yeah, there's nowhere to go. No, I mean, that's what it is. Like, when you think about it, okay, you, you and I were born and raised right outside, right in and outside of, a, of a, the third largest city. Yeah. And the other, the other 
two major places that voted for, you know, vote, voted against Trump are the, the coast, Los Angeles and New York. That's it. The rest of America is just, it, it's just flat land, people struggling that aren't open-minded, and that's just the way it is. That's and, the majority of America. And, and I don't blame, it's kind of like the people in the ghetto, right, who everyone's always complaining about people on welfare and stuff. Well, there are a lot of people on welfare who it's like a vicious cycle, right? They see their mother on welfare, their grandmother on welfare, their great-grandmother on welfare. So they grow up thinking, I'm just going to be on welfare my whole life and not do anything. It goes for the same out in the bush. Like, if you have a family that's all, like, bigoted and they just want to hang out and, like, shoot. What do they shoot? Jugs of water or something? I think, yeah, empty cans and jugs of water. <laughs> they just set up jug. They set up milk jugs with water and shoot them with a gun. Uh, I mean, that's just a different kind of living than I'm used to. Right. No, you're right. <laughs> but, but, and, and here's the other thing. I, and seriously, I, I, I would bet that the majority of people, maybe not the majority, a good percentage of people who voted for Trump weren't necessarily voting for Trump as much as they were voting against Hillary. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hillary's a bad candidate. And Bernie, Bernie, I think, would have won. Everyone, and, and, and it's kind of hard to, like, people are mad. I can't believe you didn't, or well, why am I doing a hick accent? Uh, I can't believe you didn't <laughs> vote for Hillary. Well, if you love Bernie, and Hillary was talking smack about Bernie, and there were emails showing that she was trying to hold back Bernie, why would the Bernie people vote for her? Right. So I, I I do get that. It's funny. I was at Chipotle today, Ryan, and and there was um for the water it says agua, and yeah. you know it, it definitely only says agua because it's Chipotle and it's a it's like a Mexican. I, I won't say it's a Mexican restaurant, but it's a Mexican themed restaurant, right? Sure. Yeah. There was a guy next to me for ten minutes talking to his friend. See, man, this is what I'm talking because I heard him, I heard him say it, so I walked up there. I took I actually put it on my Instagram, um, that. He, I heard him talking about it. He goes, yeah, see that agua? He, I, he kept saying, I had to get up and look at it afterwards. But he said, yeah, see, this is why people in this country, they all need to speak English. And it's like, hey, dumb fuck, you're in Chipotle. It's, it's, it'd be like going to the Olive Garden and something's written out in Italian and you complaining. It just shows you how, yeah. du- it just shows you how dumb people are. You're in a Mexican restaurant. That's why it says agua. It's just like his, his racism just blinded him. And he just saw and agua. And beyond got that. Like, I don't know about you, I have a pretty busy life, and I have a lot on my plate and on my mind, and as long as there's a faucet where I can get clear liquid to drink, (laughs) I don't give a shit what sign is on it. You could put put a sign that says, like, hot grass, or, like, (laughs) bar. I don't care what you call it. You could be in... You could say wet ice. it could be in any language. It could be in Klingon. It could be in Braille. As long as I know that I can put my cup under it and get the shit that I need to drink, I don't care what the sign says. Why do people care? See, this is what I'm talking about. That's what he kept saying. I, got, I heard him say that at least four times. See, this is what I've been what talking about. What difference does it make what it's called? <laughs> but but he's in Chipotle. Yeah. I mean, if you were in McDonald's, I mean, I don't even, I don't care if everything's in Spanish at McDonald's, to be honest. I could care less. But if you were in McDonald's, it make his argument makes more sense, but you're in Chipotle, right? You're right. in a Mexican restaurant, but so so. Yeah. Here, here's what's funny: I posted this picture on Instagram, and I didn't even notice this, but everyone commented on it. So you know how the water is always connected to another liquid? Yeah, usually um, the Sprite or the Hawaiian Punch or something. Yeah, so this one's connected to the lemonade. 
Yeah. If you get a chance, look at this later. It says lemonade, and then right above it, it says contains 0% juice. <laughs> yeah, I think most of them do, right? But what does that mean? It contains 0% juice, so how is it lemonade then? Like, it's what is it? Like, it's like artificial lemonade. Like, they don't want you thinking you're getting actual lemon juice. <laughs> They want you to know it's it's as unhealthy as drinking like Pepsi or something. Exactly. Yes. It's, yeah. It's just it's like lab grown lemonade. Like oh, do you have anything healthy like iced tea or lemonade? Whoa, 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 whoa! Slow down. That lemonade is actually worse for you than that Coca Cola. <laughs> it's like they're trying to push the Coke on you. All right. Hey, hey. I will put in the lemonade because corporate is making us put it in, but I will not say that that's a healthy option. You put right on there zero percent juice. All these fuckers are going to be drinking Coke on my on my watch. That's funny. And I'm sure the, the fact that it says 0% lemonade was the result of some lawsuit. I'm sure, yeah, because people were probably drinking and getting fat. Like that episode of Seinfeld where they were eating the, yeah. uh, the fat-free yogurt. Like the yogurt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you my car got hit by a semi-truck? Uh, no. Right, so, well, I mean, it, it wasn't, but see, it sounds way worse. That's like a horrible headline, and then when you hear what really happened, it's not that bad. But just saying I got hit by a semi-truck, it sounds like I should have been in the hospital, right? Yeah, what happened? I was I was parked at, okay, so I was at a red light on Canal and Taylor in Chicago, which are two major streets. And there was a truck in the right lane that he was, like, turning in. Out of nowhere, I'm at the red light, he started backing into my car and smashed into my car and just kept coming, even when I was beeping, he went... He wouldn't stop. What? Yeah, he just kept backing in. Then he finally stopped. 100% his Why was he backing up? Was he, like, covering tracks or something? Is there <laughs> tracks on the No, he was, he, 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 like, he cut his wheel too much so he couldn't get in. So out of nowhere, he oh. just decides, he just decides, I'm just going to start backing my truck up into a major street. Not even look. Just, just decide that no one's there, probably. Like, oh, there's no one there. I'm just going to back up. Who does that? So what'd you do? Did you get out and start yelling or what? Well, I, I mean, I then so he was very nice. He admitted it was all his fault. And uh, his insurance company, after their, quote, investigation, the guy's like, well, I'm going to, uh, I think you're partially at fault. I said, what? I said, this was an open and shut case. I said, what are you talking about? He yeah. said, well, you shouldn't have been by the truck. You should have stayed back until he was done doing what he was doing. I said, What? I'm supposed to know that a truck is going to just out of nowhere start backing up and smash into me when I'm parked at a red light? I My investigation tells me that, okay, I'll go up to 80 So he went up to 80%. I'm like, fuck you. So I went through my insurance. So anyway, it, it's... Wait, it's, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When he says you should have stayed back until he was done doing what he's doing, yeah. isn't he done doing what he's doing when he stops? Like, I don't understand that. Yeah, like when I see a truck turning in somewhere... I don't assume that, oh, he's probably going to miss his turn and have to back up. That's oh, there's, a, there's more to this one. Yeah, that, that's what I tell him. I'm like, so if I'm in the Burger King drive-thru and right. I decide that I forgot to order fries, I could slam on the gas, back up, and smash <laughs> into another car. You know what? Hey, we're talking about. Because, yeah. And it's their fault because you were, you were done with your maneuver. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, no, no. When, when you're in the Burger King drive-thru, someone might back up for more fries. So... It's it, it just stay stay forty feet back at all times of all other cars. As a matter of fact, yeah. wait till wait till you see him pay and leave. And when he leaves, 
give him another 20 minutes in case he forgot uh, that they forgot something so he has to back back up. <laughs> this fucking moron. Oh, my God. So so now I have to pay a $500 deductible, and I have to wait three to seven months to get that back because they have to go to mediation with these stupid fucks. Whereas I would have just went right through, their comp- right through their insurance company, and for them to save a few bucks, they're going to drag this along. You're telling me dragging something like this along for five months is going to be less expensive for them than just to pay it off? That's how dumb they are. Wow. But anyway, so today I got uh, um, a rental car. Yeah, and I realized first I, I'm how spoiled that because I, I got a, a a 2015 Impala, like a nice one, an LTZ. So it has a yeah. lot of cool features that I didn't realize were awesome until today. Like I, I got this Malibu rental car, and when I got in this car, it was like I felt like a loser. Like I'm like, God, where's the rear camera? Why do I have to put a key in this car? Uh huh. Like stupid things that that I would never have a problem. Like I, I'm all mad that I had to. I, I was I was like acting like a baby because I had to put a key in the car. <laughs> What's with this key? <laughs> Wait a minute! Like when the guy when the guy you should have seen like the pussy look on my face when the guy gave me the key. <laughs> or no, he, he, so the car was ready. I sat in there and I'm like, "Where's the key?" He's like, "Oh, it's ready in the ignition." I'm like, "What? <laughs> oh, this is one of those." We have to put the key in. <laughs> How long do you have this piece of shit? <laughs> like three to four days. But you know what? It'll be like nine. Yeah. Oh, well, we have to. Here's what the guy said. We have to send the tire out for polishing. So we don't know when we get it back yet. And I said, well, you sending it in today? Oh, yeah. Don't you do this shit? Like, why is it still a mystery at body shops when shit gets done? I mean, when you when you when you bake me a, a cake, you don't say, "Well, it could be done Tuesday, Friday. We don't know yet." Like, like when you bake a cake, you know exactly how much time it's going to take. Oh, that cake takes forty minutes. So when it cools right. off, probably two hours. A body shop. Well, it could be anywhere from two to fourteen days. Like they never know. <laughs> That's and, a great point. And then he's like, well, we're, we're at the mercy we're at the mercy of the auto shop because you want to get their wheel in line because it knocked the wheel out of line. So we're at the mercy of them. Yeah, get an in- alignment on a – that takes like like 10 minutes. Yeah, it's the same as the uh, like eight-hour window, you know, if you have like uh, the cable company coming. Like, aren't we past that? Yeah. Aren't we past like giving me an all-day window? <laughs> <laughs> like realistically tell me – like a half hour window, like we'll be there between one thirty and two. Yeah, that's acceptable. And you should have enough yeah. people where if it's if it's going to be like a full where you have to like run wires and everything, those guys shouldn't be on the same schedule as a quick exactly. job. Exactly, exactly. And I feel like they've been doing it long enough to where they should have a better sense of how long shit takes. But we don't know how long it's going to take us out there. Well, I just need you to hook up my boxes. Yeah, but we don't know <laughs> what kind of TVs you got. Okay, we've only, and we've only been do, we've only been doing this for twenty five years. So you guys are you are big. you aren't prepared for multiple different kinds of TVs at this point. <laughs> oh, you don't have a stand. You don't have the standard four uh, uh, K TV. Oh shit, <laughs> we don't know then. We're we're only prepared for four Ks. Oh my 
Not sure, man. Uh, but that's what he said. He's like, oh, you know, I'm like, will it be ready by the... And then you start making up lies. Well, I need the car back by Friday because I'm going on a trip. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> then you start guilting them. In, but I'm sure they hear that all the time. You're probably not... You're not tugging on their heartstrings. I'm sure everyone has a reason. That oh, they yeah. Talk. Oh, I'm going up to the Dells. Yeah, I was supposed to take the kids up to the Dells. I guess they can just wait for... <laughs> 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 just the most pathetic places you're going oh i was gonna go up to the broad stop on friday yeah i was gonna take the fam up to see the lights up in geneva <laughs> they decorate real nice this time of year up there but yeah no problem whatever just wait for the alignment that's fine we can go next year yeah and they won't fit in this shitty malibu rental car so with the key in the ignition <laughs> I just don't feel comfortable driving a car with the keys in the ignition. It's just gonna be. I don't. I don't know if I can put my family in a car like that. It is cumbersome. What are do you? Didn't you? Did you? Do you have a new car, Ryan, or did you not get that? Uh, no, I did not get that. But we drive um, Jill's Murano. Uh, she's got a, a Nissan endorsement, so we have a pretty sweet car. There's no clunky key in the ignition, and okay. we have full 360 cam. Okay, me too. So, when 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 after you've done that, have you been in a car where you have to put the key in? Yeah, I still have. We still have. We have another one of. Uh, we have a Nissan Altima and God. a white Toyota still. Do you treat so that like I, a piece of shit, like the way Sloth got treated I do in the have Goonies? To drive them. When I do have to drive them, it feels like I'm trying to go be rollerblading. <laughs> primitive as it gets and let me make this very clear i'm not trying to be an asshole it's not like i I have like it's like i live this like great lifestyle it just so happens i have a car that you don't have to put the key in this isn't some like extravagant like seventy thousand dollar car it's just new cars you don't put the key in so i'm just i just want to make that very clear to people who are like fuck this guy man no you just get used to something but it's it just feels like I I was afraid the whole time that I was gonna get locked out of the car because I'm so used to always I always leave the car running when I go anywhere now because then it's more comfortable and you get back in mm-hmm. and I'm like fuck I can't even do that now and and you know how does your middle screen like slide up with like a motor? No, it's built in. But there's like a compartment I have on my screen. Like it goes, like almost like a a a door from Star Trek. It like opens. Oh yeah, we don't have that. That's too fancy. It's pretty awesome. So this thing has some like stupid, where you have to like a mechanism like that you have to push to open it. Like picture opening up like a um, what are those things where you push the button and it pops open? Kind of like a Jack in the Box or something stupid like that. Right. Just some stupid (laughs) opening. I have to deal with that shit now. And you're just not comfortable. Like I'm big, so I need. I like having a big car. This thing's smaller. It's tight. Well, just look on the bright side. You'll only have it for two to eighteen days. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the mercy of the wheel plays. So you've never you've never had people work on wheels before. Oh yeah, we do three or four a day. Well, then why don't you know how long it takes at this point? We're past that point now. This is it. it's not like. 
I, I could see if I brought in some kind of car I had made by exhibit on Pit My Ride. Oh, my, uh, my licorice glove compartment isn't working. I understand that that might take time to figure out how to fix a licorice glove compartment. <laughs> but not something you deal with every single day. Oh, um, uh, well, well <laughs> you go to a computer shop. I need to get my computer fixed. Oh, uh, three to 40 days. <laughs> well, it, it's a computer. You should be <laughs> like a brake job. If, if you bring any car in for a brake job, they'll tell you, oh, you'll have it back today or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. What kind of car is it? Impala. Oh, shit. Now I'm at the mercy of Chevrolet. <laughs> I got to get those. I got to get those pads. You know, it's funny. I'm at the mercy of. That's a hilarious. Yeah. You're not at the mercy of anyone. What kind of a bitch are you? Don't work with those vendors then. What a little bit. Okay, here, Ryan, you be the guy at the at the service place. I'll be the guy. I'll be the vendor with the wheel. Uh, wait, who am I? Yeah. Oh, wait, I'll just be both. <laughs> you be. <laughs> I just remembered when we did the uh, on the serious show when we were like Richard Dent, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, and Derek Jeter <laughs> talking about getting ass. Um. I uh, yeah. This call. This is uh. This is Rigo calling you from the service center. Uh, I need to get a tire in there for a buff and shine. What did you say, bitch? Uh, I need to bring it in, get buff. All right, cool. All right, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll let you know when it's done. The customer has to go to uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin for a big <laughs> festival, big cheese festival, eating of the cheese. You want to know of any chance? By chance, you can let us know if we're going to get it done in time. Yeah, yeah, we'll get it done. We get it done. Oh, okay. Um, but do you any any like window at least? You know, like four or five days. Uh, yeah. Tell them two to ninety days. All right, cool, man. Uh, yeah. Make sure you send us more business too, bitch. All right, no problem, no problem, RJ. All right, good talking to you, bro. I like, like Rigo. He doesn't ask any. That's it. He just accepts it. He's a little bitch. If I was right, if and he he's the one giving, it's like the ser, the service center or these places where they're giving them the parts and fixing shit. It's not like people are knocking down their door to give them business. I mean, if you're some shop who has a bunch of bumpers like on, on a rack somewhere, that's pretty much your only people knocking on your door. Are people from like service centers trying to get cars fixed. It's not like you're uh, on Shark. You were on Shark Tank last night, and your website's blowing up. You know, it's funny. So the rental car place was directly across the street from the service center. I don't know why I keep calling it the service center, but <laughs> the place where they're fixing my car. And this guy, he was walking like an asshole. And I realized he was blind after. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Isn't is, is that horrible, though, when, when you're, you're all pissed off at someone and then I want to, like, hug him after when I saw he was blind? You, you instantly, you your demeanor completely changes. Yeah. Why is this guy? I'm like, why? What's this guy doing? Like, he almost got me hit because he was walking so slow and everything. Because mm-hmm. he didn't have a stick or anything. There was no right. way of telling he was blind until, until I looked around and I saw. You know, it was obvious when I saw the front of him that he was blind. How? He had like the blind face. And everything. I mean, I can tell he was <laughs> blind. Like he, he was doing all the blind shit that they do, but just from behind. I couldn't tell. 
blind face. Like he had on glasses. I mean, you could tell. It's obvious that he was blind at that yeah. point. Because he was like doing Maybe stuff. Maybe he was partially blind. Because usually if he's, if he's fully blind, he needs a stick. He didn't have a stick. Then he had to have seen like something. I don't think so. Because he was, the way he was walking. That's like a death sentence. I, would you, if you were blind, if you couldn't see anything, would you just venture out with no stick? They do that. They don't care because everything, they feel everything somehow. I think we have blind listeners to the podcast. If you could let us know. That seems too carefree for my taste. (laughs) That's like those guys who hang out on the ledge of buildings. They just prance around up there. Yeah. Or do you ever see people, do you ever see people who take pictures at the edge of buildings with their legs hanging off? Yes. Would you ever do that? Would you ever do that? No. I'd no. be so afraid. One gust of wind and you're fucking dead. Yeah. Honestly, even like being at the top of the Empire State Building where there's metal railing that's like 15 feet high, I still think someone could come up behind me and throw me off of here. Like, I need to get out of there immediately. Oh, yeah. Like, you could get thrown right through the glass. Yeah. <laughs> like, the wind. the wind's going to break through the glass and suck you out. Exactly. That's all I think about the whole time. Me too. I think about how <laughs> how there's no reason for me to even be like messing around this close to death. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, what are you, no. a pussy? Oh, you don't like to live, <laughs> right? You don't live? I like to live. <laughs> you like a little beer. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, around some uh, some folks who were uh, talking about high school football, mm-hmm. and the one guy was probably like forty. Another guy, and they were all worried about what happened in a high school football game. Don't you find uh-huh. adults? No, I get it. If your son is on the team, of course you're interested. But if you're an adult who still cares about high school football, is isn't that a major problem? Like your your life is probably not going well. Yeah, no, you're right. Like the, uh, the the people who sort of live in a town, and they probably went to that high school, and they're still invested in if the team's winning or losing. Yeah, like he was a defensive tackle. He got like nine sacks his senior year. I can picture probably five or six people that still live in the town that I grew up, Highland, Indiana, and their kids are long. Their kids have kids. They're probably grandparents at this point. <laughs> Their kids once played for that team, and they're still like, they still go to like the pep rallies and stuff. <laughs> I'm talking to the adults. You yeah. know what I mean? It's crazy. These are kids. These are they're these boy- are little boys. Kids. Yeah, they're little boys with whom you have no affiliation. Think about that. These are little little boys. A 14 year old right. boy is a little boy. Have you seen a 14-year-old boy lately? Yeah, yeah. I mean, these they're pussies. Like, all 14-year-old boys look like pussies. Unless you're like, um, you know, Warren Sapp. I'm sure at 14 he looked, like, intimidating. But but right. for the most part, 14, 15. And then the guys who say, best years of my life, bro. So two of the four best years of your life were when you were 14 and 15? <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> 14 and 15 were two of your peak years? Two out of four? Yeah, bro. Best times of my life. And then they say, um, 
when they get they love these kind of guys love getting around the players and telling them about what they did. Yeah, back in my yeah, but you probably couldn't tackle a quarterback right with your skirt on. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, I'm just playing. No, Bates, I'm just playing around. No, I did get nine sacks senior year. They're always talking about how they got laid. Yeah, I got more pussy than you'll ever get, Bates. <laughs> Here's what I don't understand. You say, like, yeah, I had nine sacks that year or something. I, I played baseball, you know, for years, like in high school and all that. I, all I can tell you is that I, I played second base and let off. <laughs> I can't tell you any additional information about my baseball career. That's true. I wrestled three years. All I remember is... Me wrestling this slob who was playing a Game Boy on the scale. And I remember I almost killed him because I have it on video. And it's like my only good victory, like where I looked awesome. And in the video, I like I like almost broke the kid's neck. And he was like, "Ah, ah!" he was screaming like that because I was I was squeezing him so tight. And then you hear on the camera after they like counted the pin, some guy, I don't know if it was a guy filming or some guy sitting there, he goes, That kid's good about me. That's awesome. That's the only thing I remember about wrestling. All the other disgusting losses where I got like thrown over my head, mm-hmm. or you know, yeah, I don't remember anything. Yeah, you don't know, like, oh yeah, I took uh, I took um, Max Prol from Kankakee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember when I wrestled OJ Shemp from Mount Carmel, and uh, <laughs> we went to the third round. It was tied, and uh, I got a reversal, and I won. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Carmel, man. <laughs> Carmel. <laughs> yeah, fun times, man. But no, Bates, you ain't getting no pussy yet, right? <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> no, I know you are, Bates. Which one? Which cheerleader? She's like talking about 15-year-old girls, 40-year-old guy. Oh, man, I would have hit that in my day. Are you not hitting that, Bates? Oh, I know you. Yeah, you are. <laughs> talking to a 15-year-old boy. Oh, here's some Vic. Hey, Bates, here's some Vicodin. So when when take these when you're when you're drinking a few beers after the game. I've seen that before too. This is just cool point. Yeah, here, man. This always helped me out. That that game when I got three sacks, I took two Vicodin, one Cor- <laughs> one Corona, and I was cool. People like that should be arrested. That's hilarious. And I and I got with and I got with Marcy Wilson. And I got with her. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, Ryan, let's wrap it up on this because I found this to be really hilarious. This guy, John, who listens to the podcast, yeah. he said, I had a dream last night. Or no, wait, I'm sorry. Last night I was listening to one of the podcasts, and then when I was sleeping, I had a dream. It was New Year's Eve, and bass was with me at the place, wherever it was. Only... Only he had that hair where it's bald on top and a long ponytail tied in the back. Oh, God. Wouldn't that be... Think about that. That Paul Heyman look. Wouldn't that be a great look for Bass to look like the most scuzzy asshole ever? (laughs) (laughs) Bass with a long ponytail. I wonder if that's even possible. My God. That would be so glorious to see that. Didn't we tell him we wanted him to grow out the whole Kogan haircut before? Yeah. We said we would pay. What would you pay? What would you chip in at this point, Ryan, to have him actually do that? If 
if he would go through with it right now, I would put down. I'd put down three to four hundred dollars. Okay, I'll put. I would put down an even amount. So if we gave him six to eight hundred dollars, let's just say two fifty yeah. just to start. That'll be the starting. Okay, price. fine. Yeah. So let's say, but I'm serious. You would give it to him, right? Hundred percent. Okay, me too. Okay, so five hundred dollars, and he has to grow. And and, and and to make it even easier on him, as <laughs> as soon as it got to a point that you and I were both satisfied, and we got to take all the photos and videos, we got to cut it off. <laughs> like, I don't think video. I don't keep it for a week. As long as it just got to a place where we were both perfectly satisfied and could document it, <laughs> he can shave it. Can you imagine the photo shoot? Uh, Base, put on this suit. Uh, uh, let's see. <laughs> can Base, can you take your shirt off? I want to get I'm the not back. Kidding. I would take thousands of photos. <laughs> thousands. You guys done yet? No, Base is what we paid for. <laughs> We're just getting our money's worth, Base. Would that be the best $250 you ever spent? Not the best. It would be up there, though. It would be, it would be. I'll tell you what it would be. It would be the most memorable two hundred and fifty dollars of my life. Well, what else have you spent two hundred fifty dollars on that would be as good as that? A lot. Like what? I can't think of anything. A TV, furniture. No, 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 no. This is. I could get you five hundred TVs anywhere. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> How long do we want the hair in the ponytail? I mean, it can't just be it can't just be where you could barely get a ponytail out of it. No, 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 no. It's got to be a six it's inches. It's got to be like, huh? Six inch. I would say a good six six to eight inch tail. <laughs> <laughs> and then he could only slick back the rest with water. He can't use any kind of product. <laughs> <laughs> Because all all disheveled guys like that, they don't they just use water all and they either yeah. use water or spit. It, it can't it can't look dry. I need it to always look wet. <laughs> he could use water and moose. How much money would you pay to see base putting moose into his in his ponytail? I'd put down another hundred fifty. <laughs> Watch him moose it up. <laughs> uh. Hang on, I'm going to try to get bass on real quick here. Yo. Hey, bass. Yo. Hey, I'm doing the podcast with Ryan. I just want to know, for $500, would you grow your hair out like Paul Heyman? Like how long? Six A six-inch ponytail. $500. How much would it cost? This is a serious question. Like, for like Danny DeVito, like ponytail style. Exactly. <laughs> no, really, it's honest. Base, I got to go, but just let me know. Thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. Ryan, would you do that? No, that's too much. But if we if we ra- wait, base, if we raise a thousand dollars, you'll do it. Sure. No, I'm serious. Do, if we wait, 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 if we do a Kickstarter. But how are we going to do that, right? We've always wanted to see Bass with a ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Bass, I'm serious. If we get you $1,000, will you do it? Sure. All I got to do is grow it out, right? Now, wait, wait. Do I have to, do I have to grow out, like, does it have to look like 
a um, like a George Costanza, or can I just keep that one back part going? You don't touch <laughs> anything, and you can only slick it back with moose and water. Well, I don't touch my hair for the next however long it grows. Yeah, and we'll get you a thousand dollars. Right, it's done. Our listeners will chip in for this. All right, we'll each put in two fifty. You and I will each put in two fifty, Ryan, and we'll raise the other five hundred. We'll put in five hundred seed money. I know our listeners would chip in for this. Base, you in? Sure. All right. Next week on the podcast. All right, base later. Next week on the podcast, we will discuss this, and uh, all right. And and this is a, this is a, a wonderful turning of events. <laughs> all right, Ryan. I'll holler. Yeah. All right, Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real, and I believe in you.